The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form with animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Tonight, our annual horse-by-horse, no-holds-barred Melbourne Cup preview with Richard Friedman. Do not put your bet on until you hear it. Did Sean Johnson's field goal miss or was it an optical illusion? And Wayne Bennett's short and not-so-sweet interview. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Hello, Richard. Hello, Dan. <laughs> Great to be here. I shudder at the thought of what you're going to concoct. Monday before the Cup. Yes. I love this, love this time of year. Got your little sound effects lined up, have you? We found a loophole. I know you don't like the shotgun because it, it makes it seem like we're shooting Don't horses. roll your eyes like that. Uh, I, li- I like horses. I, I love be, them. There's going to be a breaking news story a little later. We'll get to that in, involving a player who's... Um, or in fact, I don't want to give the story away, but stay tuned. It, it'll certainly make some news later. Uh, I I read this quote today, Richard. You know, you know when you read the paper and you're not even... You're sort mm. of blissfully unaware of what's... You know, you're just sort of reading it, not looking for a story or anything. And, and a quote just jumped out at me. Dale Stain... And this is written by Ben Horn in the uh, in the News Limited papers. Dale Stain has come out, you know, uh, you know, like everyone does now. Glenn McGrath started this, and he's going to attack the captain because every you know spearhead always says we're going to go after the captain when the Test series starts. We're going to, you know, we're we're, we're going to make sure we hone in on Steve Smith, right? Who averages fifty eight in Test cricket. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure he'd be exactly frightened, but by being said, oh, I'm the target. Did Dale actually trot out his? customary statement, I'm going to cut the head off the snake, which I think is a bit <laughs> insensitive, given the climate around the uh, the bouncer and the whole Philip Hughes thing, I think it's a bit no, non-PC to say that. No, there's none of that, but, but here we go, this is what he says, I think the Aussie captain, they lead the attack, Stane said when asked about his intentions yesterday. Okay, fine. Okay. From my history looking at Australian cricket, you look at guys that are great players like Steve Waugh, he stands out, and here's the quote, I don't think Many people can name a team underneath him. Really? But you remember Steve <laughs> Really? <Moore. laughs> so let's think. Oh. Off the top well, of my head. Start, start with Shane Warne. Warning. Right. Then go to Glenn McGrath. McGrath. Okay. You can put in uh, Adam Gilchrist. Gilchrist. Um, I think, uh, the you know, the greatest keeper batsman in the history of the game. Matt Hayden. Uh, Matt Hayden, one of the greatest keep uh, openers in the game. I think people remember him. Yeah. Mark Wall. Oh, you put, put Junior in. Wasn't a bad player. <laughs> Jason Gillespie. Okay. <laughs> 200 plus wickets. Yes. And made a 200 against Bangladesh, didn't he? So there we go. There's So Dale Stane claims <laughs> that no one remembers any of the... Look, and I'm sure we've forgotten players look, there, Langer, some of the others. Some absolute world-class players. Look, they give him the job because he can bowl, not because he's smart. You don't have to pass an IQ test to get into the team. You just have to have good figures. You can remember Ricky Ponting and Michael Clark, and then Steve Smith falls into the bracket. There we go. The moment you get hold of your captain, the rest of the players, in my opinion, rely heavily on him. Well, that's actually quite true. They're like creme brulee, his train side. I, I think he's actually right. But to say, I don't think anyone <laughs> anyway, could really name anyone that was, that was under Steve War, could they? Could they? Anybody? Anybody? All right, we've waited long enough. We'll play a song. Oh, we'll oh, come. No. Here we go. This is where we cut through... And get Richard's thoughts on the 24 horses. And don't worry, it won't take long. This is the Rush Hour here on Triple M. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Triple M Rush Hour for Sportsbet's racing form. I love this time of year. As soon as the grand final's done, I think, okay, I can't wait till the Monday before the Melbourne Cup. And you hate this show. I know you don't, you don't like this. <laughs> I know. I know what's coming. That's why. 
I am always nervous. Now, I listened to you last year. We found a loophole. Now, we're pro-horse. We're pro-animal. Okay. There's no... no. You haven't got that gun out again, have you? We have, but Uh. we're putting a gun through... We're not putting a gun through horses. We're putting a gun through chances. Oh, is that your loophole? Is that's it? that's the loophole. So okay. here we go. Serious round that. number one now. Because what annoys me, I watch all these preview shows, and by the time you watch them all, they they go an hour long. You think twenty horses can win? Because they go through all. Why this horse is good? Why that horse is good? So we're just going to cut through. Here we go. Number one, big orange, chance. Number two, Al Ivanhoe. Chance. Oh, that's a Friedman horse. That's why. Number three, Karen Merotic. No chance. <laughs> Number four. I hate that. I really don't like Number that. Number four, Bondi Beach. No, it can't win. It's $9. I don't care. Number five, Exospheric. Chance. Number six, Hartnell. Chance. Number seven. Oh, a little pause for effect. It's like you're reading Brownlow votes. Number seven, who shot the barman? No. <laughs> Number eight, Wicklow Brave. Some chance. Number nine, our Moonketh. No. Number ten. Oh, no, poor Galante. Oh, he's got some chance. Oh, wow, he's been saved. Number 11, Grand Marshal. This dear old horse that he is, he can't win. <laughs> oh, don't it was do a bit bad on him today. I like him. Number 12, Jamaica. Of course she's a chance. Number 13, Heartbreak City. We haven't seen him yet. Chance. Number 14, Sir John Hawkwood. No. <laughs> Number 15, Excess Knowledge. No. <laughs> Number 16, another one we don't know much about, Beautiful Romance. No. <laughs> oh, I hate that gun pretend you're not enjoying this. Number 17, Al Mandon. He's a chance. Uh, number 18, A Sign. No. Oh, the female copy. How did That's I know? Not, it's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> Number 19, Grey Lion. I say no. Oh, Francesca. You need a hug. Number 20, Oceanographer. Here's a chance. Number 21, Secret Number. It's crazy, but it's a chance. Okay. Number 22, Pentathlon. Oh, no. <laughs> Number 23, QE. Yes. Number 24, oh, I'm not even going to ask. Rose of Virginia. <laughs> it's, it's got no hope. So that leaves us with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, right. eleven. Okay. That's a nice first round, Richard. There was one year you got it down to 16, so I'm very happy with this. <laughs> it's a very hard race. I'm just I'm trying to appease you. I understand. Round two coming up All a little right. bit later. We've got a sports update including Wayne Bennett's interview or lack thereof. It is the Rush Hour Melbourne Cup edition here on Triple M. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Breaking news in about half an hour regarding uh, an injury to a league player. Uh, Richard, uh, I'm going to play this for you. This seems to have caused a bit of a kerfuffle because Gus reacted to it. This is Wayne Bennett giving what to me sounds like a Wayne Bennett interview. He's coach of England, uh, so he's there to help promote the game, and uh, this is what he delivered to the host broadcaster before England played New Zealand. Wayne, you've only had a couple of weeks with the players. What's been the key focus for you with them? I just took them to train really well. And a view to the game and the tournament, what have been the messages you've been trying to get through to them? Just have some belief in themselves. 
What is it that Luke Gale has done that has pushed him ahead of George Williams for you? Well, George doesn't play a lot of halfback, so halfback's a specialist position. And Lomax, a fullback <laughs> ahead of Ratchford, what was the thinking there? Uh, I just thought he does a couple of things that I like. Oh, that's just pitching up. What's going to be the key today? Um, us playing, obviously executing well. That'll be the key. The better we execute, the better chance we'll have. Why didn't he just say us scoring more points than them? I mean, that was petulant. You're obviously in a bad mood. Don't I you don't, think? I don't know what brought that about. He, he's done some wonderful... He doesn't like doing pre-game interviews. He's old school, but he's done some wonderful interviews before games, no, uh, he, the, he, before the finals. and So he can do it when he feels like it. He's in a mood, and he took it out. That poor journalist, I mean, he's she probably, did her best. Yeah, I think it's a he. Was it a, it was a he? I think so. Okay. <laughs> and we have an audience so, in England, by the way. So. Sorry about that. This <laughs> <laughs> is the oh, rush hour. Sports update coming up shortly. <laughs> Sorry. He is being paid to... Uh, Are you sure that was a man? Well, okay, it play it again. like a woman to me. Get it up, Locke. We'll play it again. Wayne, you've only had a couple of weeks with the players. What's oh, it's a bloke. Are you sure? It's a jockey-sounding bloke, oh, but it's a bloke. Okay. Well, okay. I'll, I apologise. Well, can someone give it? Maybe I've got the it game wrong. The tournament All right, that's enough. That's enough. There we go. <laughs> uh, now, I should introduce this. This is... Oh, no. This is... Remember Tiger's remarkable chip at the Masters? Oh, one of the greats. In the one where the ball rolled to within a lip, onto the lip, and then the, and then the Nike, the Nike uh, emblem the came up, and then it rolled in. One of the great moments in sports, and we've done this to poor Vern Lundquist. Now on the Triple M Rush Hour, another great... You cannot be serious! Censored moment in sport. This is the ball of Tiger Woods. Now... Here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, In your life have you seen anything like that? <laughs> Not his greatest victory, though. Sorry, Vern. The greatest victory was in Melbourne. Why? Well, when he had the, the mother on one floor of the crown and the mistress on the other, the wife at home, and he still won the tournament. <laughs> Rush what pressure. Rush hour. Triple M. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form with animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Triple M. Rush hour getting you ready for the Melbourne Cup. Richard's got them down to 11 chances. We'll go through the second round in about, uh, what, 10, 15 minutes where... We'll get mm. we'll we'll get no down more, to the real chances. No more shotgun. No, we've, we're done with the shotgun. Yeah, we certainly. By the are. way, I was all loaded up today, ready to go because I, you know, I was watching the seven coverage. Not quite as good without you there, but still very good. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I am so over the marquee interviews. Really? Oh, gee, when you're on cat, when you're on the, the when you're on the broadcast, you don't watch them. Well, you're thinking. Gee, I hope they've got a marquee broadcast how, coming in here. I, w- I want a break. Yeah. Here's how the marquee interview goes. Um, who are you wearing? Uh, what's in store for your character? Oh, I can't possibly say. The writers will kill me. Well, I don't know. Uh, you know. Who is that you're oh, I don't, imitating? No. Well, that was a, I, I, that's that was, what I want to Well, know. that was a female attempted, you know, because it's usually really? a female interviewer okay. to a, you know, home and away star. Yeah. But then I saw the ratings. 
people actually well, they were through the roof. No, a lot of a lot of our, our female audience like to watch because they like the fashion aspect I of understand. it. They like to see who who you know what what's in fashion and what people are wearing at the moment. I I, I understand that, and uh, but I thought maybe that it was getting a bit stale. But no, it's not. People are watching in droves. No, and the Melbourne Cup, you know, it's very popular, Dan. Has I'm been not for saying a long it, time. I'm not saying it's not popular. Uh, Andrew from Narrabeen, you've called us. One triple three five three. Yes, Andrew. Yeah, mate. I was just wondering if you've had your hearing aids checked lately. Well, what's happened? Well, that uh, woman that interviewed Wayne Bennett is definitely a woman. She's a female presenter <laughs> on Sky is, Sports UK. Okay. Is that how, right, how is can it? You, how can you get confused with that? Oh, yeah, I love, oh, don't worry, Dan, Dan may have Now, the people behind the scenes before. are ready to stitch me up here. Apparently, they've just put her questions together. Can we play that? <laughs> Wayne, you've only had a couple of weeks with the players. What's been the key focus for you with them? Yeah. And a view to the game and the tournament, what have been the messages you've been trying to get through to them? Uh, yeah, it's really what is it that Luke Gale has done that has pushed him ahead of George Williams? Okay, I'm, I apologise profusely. I'm wrong. Don't you remember wrong. your last Thailand holiday, that mistake you made? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line for you. Shame I've never been to Thailand, but that's a good line for you. Let's do it. Right now, this is the Triple M Rush Hour. Sports update. Uh, now, I'm going to show you in a minute the Sean Johnson missed field goal. Or You're going to show it to me? Well, it, I know it's radio, but there's, there's this internet footage going around suggesting that Sean Johnson... I saw that. Now, what did you think? I think it's dodgy. So, he kicks the field goal. I don't think the field goal's dodgy. I think the film... No, and, and, and apparently uh, television experts are saying it's an optical illusion. There's a shot behind the posts as Johnson slots the field goal and the shot from behind the posts shows the ball. He has sprayed the kick a little and it shows the ball tucking in behind the post. Now, mm. if you're shooting from behind the post and the ball goes behind the post, it means it didn't yes. go through. Correct. But the experts are saying it's an optical illusion. The giveaway, they all went back. They all ran back immediately. Yeah. And no Pommy no. Uh, complained. The giveaway for me was the referee putting his hand in the air and blowing the whistle. So I understand. That's and you know what? To me. Even, if, even if it missed, they had 15 minutes to come up with something. England couldn't even get themselves a field goal shot in that whole time. They just yes. didn't know what they were doing. Mal Meninga cheering them all the way home, the Kiwis. Uh, Sebastian Vettel losing his mind has been Daniel Ricciardo's gain. Vettel was penalised 10 seconds at the Mexican F1 GP. Max Verstappen was penalised too. So Ricciardo went up from 5th to 3rd. Another podium. Jeez, he's had a few of those this year. He's had a great season, really. Well, considering... Yeah. The two out in front are unbeatable. Yeah, he's had a great season. Let me play this. This is Vettel absolutely giving it. This is Vettel being a child, which he seems to revel in, uh, giving it to Max Verstappen. Hey, he has to let me go. He has to let me go. Okay, copy. Stay calm. No, it's not. No, it's not right. I don't stay calm because he's just blocking me into Ricciardo. Let him move. Move for <laughs> sake. He's a. <laughs> that's what he is. I mean, am I the only one? Or are you not seeing what I'm seeing? He's just backing me off into Richard. Right, mate, this is going to be investigated after the race. So, keep your head down. Two laps. What the hell are you talking about? He kept the chicane! And now he's brake testing me. I mean, honestly, he has to give me the position. End of the story. Charlie said that Charlie said Yeah, no. you know what? Here's the message for Charlie. Honestly. Sebastian, calm down. Calm down. They, they are under investigation. I know that is not fair, but oh. calm down. 
put your head down and now we talk afterwards. Okay, could be more simple. <laughs> I'm in awe that he can have. He was having such a rational conversation at 200 about miles an hour. At 200 miles an hour, and then he then he just lost. But it. didn't the guy at the other end? He, he just sounds like a guy that's had enough of working with Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> Where do we get that from, Tom? I think Fox. Um, what about Bangladesh bringing England in a test for the very first time? Oh, fantastic. They almost did it last week. Only missed out by 22 runs. And this weekend, England absolutely collapsed. They lost 10 for 64 on the way to a 108-run win. Bangladesh, that's their eighth ever test win. Five of them are against Zimbabwe and two the West Indies. So this is their first one against, this is let's their, be honest, world-class this opposition. This is their greatest test win. And it's uh, well done to them. And Sydney FC's perfect A-League season now extends to four wins and a record of 11 goals uh, scored, zero conceded. They have got a clean sheet in four matches. It's unbelievable. And there's other matches in there as well. There's FFA Cup. There's uh, eight in a row, I think, or nine in a row. While Arsenal, Man City and Liverpool all enjoyed Premier League wins over the weekend to stay equal top. Jose Mourinho was sent up in the stands as Manchester United... uh, He likes it up there. ...muster a draw. This, he doesn't look like he's enjoying life in Manchester. That's a sports update. We'll have Richard's uh, second round of Melbourne Cup tips shortly. And a news update. It's the Melbourne Cup preview edition of the Rush Hour. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Triple M Rush Hour. And uh, we, we, you've all waited long enough. The Melbourne Cup preview. We do it for Sportsbet. By the way, tomorrow, uh, that's a great... That's a day that you can really take advantage of the top tote plus because often the tote pays better than the bookies. And with Sportsbet, you can get the top tote plus. And their new racing form with animated speed maps and expert tips and best bets. Gamble responsibly. Okay, Richard Friedman, we've put the shotgun away. Oh, thank God for that. We can't put the gun through these because you've actually declared some of these chances. But we have to now determine, and this is the only question, of the 11 horses left in your Melbourne Cup predictions, big chance or not? Well, I'm going to get rid of half of them. Okay. All and right. then we'll, we'll, we'll get it down to the top, probably the top six, and then we'll pick the winner. All right. We had the merry-go-round before. Let's get this more speedier. This is the... It's like fast money. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Big Orange. Look, he's, he's in better form than he was last year. He ran really well, but I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, number two, our Ivanhoe. I'd love him to win for my brothers, but unless he gets a wet track and I don't think it'll be wet enough, I'm going to say no. Another one of theirs, Exospheric number five. Well, Exospheric ran really well in the Caulfield Cup, but he's never run beyond 2,400 metres, and I know there are some lingering doubts about whether he'll get 3,200 metres. So, sadly, I've got to say no. Number six, Hartnell, is a question here, Richard. Did that Cox Plate take it out of him? No, I don't think it did. I don't think it would have taken much out of him at all. He's had plenty of time to recover. He hasn't had a traditional Melbourne Cup preparation, but neither did Mackay Diva the year she won a third one. She won the Cox Plate as well. Look, he's won over 3,200 metres before in England. I think he's got to be a chance. Okay. He's got to be in there. Number oh, eight, there he is. Number eight, Wicklow. <laughs> we should have got a better sound effect, goodness. Number eight, Wicklow Brave. Um, the, all, all the international experts like this thing. I, I know they do. Um... He's had more than 20 starts over uh, the 3,200 metres, and he, he, he comes here having a big win in the, the Irish St. Ledger. But I just think he might be a bit long in the tooth at eight years old. Bad barrier as well. Yeah, and a bad barrier too, but Gal- I don't pay much attention to them. Galante, number 10. Well, look, I, I think he's 
I think you can forgive him his Mooney Valley Cup run, which was disgraceful. <laughs> but uh, I'll have to just say, not in my top. Number 12, Jamaica, the Caulfield Cup winner. Now, this one might be a bit contentious. I'm, I, I love Jamaica as a mare, but pedigree catches up with him eventually, and I reckon it'll catch up with her at about the 200-metre mark. Okay. Number 13, this is one I... Please don't kill this horse. Heartbreak City. I'm going to put him in. Oh, yes. 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 Now, Richard got the first four a couple of years ago, everyone, so the man does know Not what he's talking about. Not last year. No, well, no one got anything. I, I think right. the winner last year, I said it couldn't win if it started By now. By the way, everyone, do not post your winning, if it's a tab ticket, don't post it on social media for God's sake, because if it's got a barcode, someone can get to it before yes. you cash it in. It happened last year. <laughs> Number 17, Al Mandan. Mandan. I say yes. Oh, okay, yes, okay. <laughs> Number 20, Oceanographer. Big win on the weekend. You've got to have him in. Okay. Number 21, secret number. Big odds. You had him in as a minor hope. I say you've got to keep him there. Oh, wow. Uh, and number 23, Kiwi. He's got to be in as well. Wow. Okay. So there we go. Uh, so Hartnell, Heartbreak City, 613, 17 hour Mandan, 21 secret number, 23. Huey and 20 Oceanographer. They're your six chances, Richard. I reckon you take a box trifecta or a box first four or something like that. Throw in a few more if you like. And if you really like one that's not in the list, throw it in. Get you, if you can get the first four, okay. I might pay 200000 And we'll get you one, two, three uh, in a few moments. Well done. That was Richard's uh, Melbourne Cup uh, selections, or at least his top six. More after this, Rush Hour for Sportsbet. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. All right, Richard's final Melbourne Cup selections in a moment. Uh, this has just gone to air on Channel 7 in Sydney. Via Liam Cox. Peter Wallace has been involved in a rock fishing accident while on holidays in Queensland. Wallace was swept off his feet and severely sliced both hands open on the sharp rocks. Wallace went underwent immediate emergency surgery on both hands. The injury is so severe he will not return to Panthers pre-season training until late December. Rock fishing. That's a bad one. Statistically, one of the most dangerous sports. So there we go. So if he can't, he's going to be slightly underdone. Uh, you know, he, he, he's not getting any younger. Well, they've just signed Mitch Rain. All of a sudden, that looks like an incredibly astute oh. signing that they've got him there waiting in the wings. Edward Oyster Hands. So there we go. <laughs> Mate, the bloke has severely jeopardised his career and you're laughing at him. I'm not laughing at him. I, mean, you see, I know what he's done. He's oh. put his hands down and, the, and the, the wave has dragged him across the rock and he's trying to stop oh, himself Richard, from going in the water. Oh, people want better wheat. Let's do this. Right now, this is the Triple M Rush Hour. Sports update. Tonight in the A-League, Melbourne victory and Wellington Phoenix. The Chicago Cubs have kept the World Series alive with a 3-2 win over the Cleveland Indians in Game 5. Uh, the Indians still lead the series three games to two. The series now moves to Cleveland. And Mitchell Stark still has a one-centimetre gash in his leg, but that will not stop him playing in Thursday's first test at the Wacker. That is a sports update right after this song. Richard's final Melbourne Cup predictions. We're down to six. Who will he have as number one? That's right after this, after the uh, end of Seinfeld song. 
Green Day, time of your life. Triple M. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form. With animated speed maps, runner comments and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly. Triple M. Should we finish with Sebastian Vettel, by the way? Can we bring that back? You loved that, didn't you? Oh, I think you did too. Yes, I did. All right, well, we'll, get, we'll do that to finish. But okay, let's get serious. We'll put away the merry-go-rounds and the sound effects. We've got Richard's uh, top six for the cup. Hartnell, number six. 13, Heartbreak City. 11, Almanden. 20, Oceanographer. 21, the roughie of that pack, secret number. And 23, Kiwi. So, okay, let's explain. Well, let's go through your process from here on out to, to getting... Let's get ourselves a winner. All right. Let's talk about Hartnell. He's going to be very hard to beat. Uh, he's, go, he's, he's in good form. His forms all come through weight for age racing, not handicap racing, which is always stronger form. He has won over the journey. Look, he, he has failed at 3,200 metres before by over racing, by wanting to go too hard. But I think he's dropped all those habits. So he's definitely one of the top. Okay. Right? I've got him right up there. I've got him second. Oh, okay. Right? I've, I've got him second. Now, let's move down to what's next? Heartbreak City. Number 13, right? Heartbreak City. We don't know much about this. This is one of these. It's very rare. In fact, isn't Vintage Cop the only overseas horse that has turned up, not had a run in Australia, yep. and gone on to win? Every other one has had a run in Australia before they've won of the, of the imported horses that come down just for the race. Look, that will, it will happen again. You know, it's only a matter of being one race closer to it. Heartbreak City, he's won on the on the flat and he's won over the hurdles as well. Regularly runs over 3,200 metres and he um, he won the Ebor, which is one of their big staying races over there, over 2,800 metres and, and he just trounced them in it. So he's in good form coming here. Look, I, I, I put him in my top there, but I'm not going to put him in my top top selections. Okay. Uh, Almanden. Almanden, number 17. I love the way he won uh, the uh, he won the Harry White, which is a twenty four hundred meter race, and he won the Bart Cummings, which is a twenty five hundred meter race. They're not top grade staying races, but he won them very well, and he's a he's a very good German horse. He's been here for a while now. I think you've got to have him in your top four. Okay, all right. So uh, I've got him fourth. Uh, twenty one. I want to know about secret number. What are you seeing in this horse that no one else is? Well, they they. All I know is they tell me this horse has got an unbelievable amount of talent. Right? He's like, he's a, he, on certain days, he's a superstar. And he's the Nick Curios of yes, the Melbourne Cup. But he's only had one run in the last 12 months in a race called the Doonside Cup in England, which is like, you know, it's a crap race. Right? <laughs> okay. But, but he's, he, apparently he's just freaky. And if they've brought him all the way down here with only one run in 12 months, he must be doing something spectacular on the track. So I've just got to back the Godolphin team to say they know what they're doing with this horse. Okay. Right, so that's why I've put him in. Number 21, I've put him in for third. Oh, okay. Right, I've put him in my trifecta. And QE number 20, before we get to Oceanographer, QE number 23, this one, the Geelong Cup. I saw someone last night suggest Honest Toiler uh, maybe doesn't have the class. Well, that's probably a fair analysis of him. However, he will carry only 51 and a half kilos and he will probably lead and lead at pace and he will have a few of them struggling up the straight to try and catch him. I reckon he hangs on and he, and he finishes in my top five or six, yeah. just don't have him in the top four. Okay, alright so Oceanographer now this thing won over the weekend The only 
the thing I say about oceanographer is he's having his third run in 13 days. English horses don't do that. That just does not happen. But he's had to do it here to get into the race. And he snuck in by beating one of my brother's horses by a lip on Saturday. But he looked good doing it. Apparently, he's pulled up very well. I've got a whole heap of criteria. Like, I don't like horses that have run in the Melbourne Cup before and failed and, and those sort of things that have been good to me over the years. And he's the only one of all these horses that sort of ticks all my ticks. So I'm putting him in as my top selection, number 20, oceanographer. 20 from 6 Hartnell? Yep. And uh, 21. 21 secret number. Okay. 17 Almanden. And if you're taking a big box, put in the 23, which is uh, QE, because he'll he'll battle on there. And uh, 13, heartbreaks. Throw in the 13. And I never usually tip of this many imported horses, especially horses that haven't had a run here. But it's just that sort of race this year. And I'm leaving Jamaica out. He's won the Caulfield Cup. Looked great doing it. Yeah, but I just why? think she'll run out of pedigree about halfway down the straight. Okay. She's, she's bred to run 1,200 metres. Right. Okay. So that's my, they are my tips. 26, 21, 17, 23, Brilliant. 13. Well, thank you. Beautiful. Uh, let's hope, uh, and I'll tell you what, if you can get, if you get a trifecta with oh. secret number in there, oh. that's a big, that's, you're buying the drinks after the show. It's a bit of a guess, but I'm just sort of going on a hunch that with that one. All right. Well, good luck everyone with your tips. Just Yeah, good luck. I'll, I'll, I'll just give mine just for no other reason than bragging rights if it gets up. Hartnell, Heartbreak City, and uh, what was my third one? Big Orange. So there we yeah, go. Yeah, they're all look, they're all legit chances. There we all go. of them. Good luck, everyone. Enjoy your Melbourne Cup. Three o'clock in Sydney, two o'clock in Brisbane. And please, uh, sports bet is our uh, Richard, you can go now because I'm about to talk about sports bet here. It's our uh, <laughs> uh, bookmaker okay. of choice. Uh, they have a special on the cup. Um, second and third, if you get second or third, you get a bonus bet up to the value of $30, I think. Anyway, check out the website, bet uh, top tote plus. It's the best value in the country. Uh, so uh, that is through sports bet. But whoever you bet with, do it nice and early. Don't get caught in queues, particularly at the TAB. As we say, farewell and Richard will be back tomorrow for uh, the Melbourne Cup review let's say goodbye with Sebastian Vettel he has to let me go he has to let me go okay copy stay calm no it's not no it's not right I don't stay calm because <laughs> he's just blocking me into Richardo move move for f- sake he's a f- that's what he is I mean am I the only one or are you not seeing what I'm seeing He's just backing me off into Richard. This is 200 miles an hour. This is going to be a I think the accent makes it funny. So keep your head down. Two laps. What the hell are you talking about? He kept the chicane. And now he's brake testing me. I mean, honestly, he has to give me the position. End of the story. Honestly. Charlie said that. Charlie said. Yeah, you know what? Here's the message for Charlie. Sebastian, calm down. Calm down. They, they are under investigation. Oh, they hate, I that is they hate fair, him so much. Calm down. Put your head down and now we talk afterwards. Okay, copy, Morrison. <laughs> Good night. The Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Sportsbet's new racing form with animated speed maps, runner comments, and expert tips, courtesy of Best Bets. Gamble responsibly.